everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 304th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. It is the final episode for 2021. The year is coming to a close, and we are bringing you our 2021 year in review with a top five featuring some of the things that we really, really enjoyed or were uh, excited by this past year. And in this episode, you're going to hear Tom Jurassic counting down those top five things with me, as well as looking forward to 2022 with a mini preview of what's to come. And to round this one out, we have the first episode of Amazonian Secrets Jurassic Park, the new audio drama from Arjun Boss. Now, you may have heard the prologue a few weeks back, and episode one follows that one right up with a very uh, Christmassy kind of story here. So stay tuned for that audio play in just a little bit. But of course, before we get started, I'd like to take care of some quick business. First off, I wanted to give a heads up to any Spider-Man fans out there. I had a chance to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home, along with Andy over at Real Fans for Real Movies. Andy had asked myself and Hunter, uh, my fellow co-host over at Grim Grinning Host, to come on his show and uh, talk about No Way Home, which was just so, so incredible. It was so much fun. So please go check out that episode of Real Fans for Real Movies. I'll put the link in our show notes so you can take a listen or you could probably just listen right there on our website. But uh, that was such a blast, so please go check out that episode. And I really do want to give a huge, huge, huge shout-out to everybody who donated to our Jurassic Gives Back charity drive, this time benefiting the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. We were able to raise $500 this holiday season for the kids over in the hospital, and we are so, so grateful to be able to give back to them. So thank you to each and every one of you who donated this year. It, it is always blowing my mind how uh, thoughtful and giving and charitable the Jurassic community is. So thank you so much for helping uh, give back to the kids this holiday season. And it's just so, so meaningful to us and uh, to everybody at the hospital. So we really, really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, look forward to the next Jurassic Gives Back charity drive where, you know, hopefully we can help raise money for whatever the situation need be. And, uh, you know, I know that the Jurassic fans will always be there. So thank you so much, as always. And uh, also, huge shout out and congratulations to Neems for his charity drive uh, ending. I was able to finally uh, go out and buy some toys uh, for the toy drive over the past week. And I was able to drop them off. It felt so good to be able to help give back this holiday season. And we've done it in so, so many ways. So, Jurassic fans, you're just truly awesome. Now, I want to head over to our website. Tom Jurassic was able to write up a, uh, a lovely little article about the Empire Magazine 
reveal of the Atrociraptor as well as Owen Grady on the motorcycle. So please go check out that uh, that article. And uh, Empire was kind enough to reveal a bunch of little things. So please go take a look on JurassicParkPodcast.com. Also heading over to YouTube. Tom was able to put together a video, uh, just like that article about the Atrociraptor. He was able to talk about it a little bit on our YouTube channel, so please check out that video. And uh, I also uploaded on that same day uh, a little uh, unboxing, opening, review kind of thing for the Jurassic World Captives Clash Clash Edition. Uh, Toy Monster was kind enough to send us a you know, awesome little box that featured all of those slime eggs. It had a mega egg inside, uh, some pullback, like race cars and stuff. There were so many fun things in there. And my son and I unboxed that uh, just before Christmas. So that was so, so much fun. And uh, I really, really appreciate Toy Monster for sending those over to us to take a look at on our YouTube channel. So please go check out that video as well. And, of course, I did a live stream last week for that charity drive, was able to help raise a little bit more money, and uh, that was pretty awesome because we talked about a whole bunch of things. We had a lot to catch up on. I was away for a little while, and there was a lot of news pouring in, so that was a really, really fun live stream, so be sure to check that one out. Now, this week, I don't know what else we'll have for you, but we will, of course... Have a Let's Talk Jurassic Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so be sure to join us this coming Wednesday night to talk about all things Jurassic as we do each Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Let's Talk Jurassic. But enough of all that, why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off by taking a look back at 2021. What a year it's been. Join me and Tom Jurassic as we give our top five favorite things from 2021. Five. Dinosaurs and men. Five million years of evolution. Four. You might be the fourth. Three. I'm going to contact the other three members of your team and I'm going to stop them. Two. Your lines Not too mean. One. That is one big pilot. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the final, uh, the final segment, I guess, here that we're recording for 2021, and this is going to be our top five kind of year in review style episode with a little bit of preview for 2022. There's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of stuff coming in, in 2022. There might be, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, <laughs> you never know. Um, but I want to do this with my good buddy here, Tom Jurassic. What's up, Tom? How you doing? Yo, what's up, man? Did you not it's... see Dominion got delayed 2023? Uh, I, I have been <laughs> offline all day. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past anybody. So, yeah. But uh, there, there's a lot to discuss in, in regards to uh, 2021. Um, and there's, you know, there's a lot to preview for 2022. So what we did was we, we put together, like, a top five. So we'll go back and forth. There might be some overlap here on some of our things. Let me double check. I forget. Um, maybe. I don't even know where your thing went. But um, I, I think at least for my list, I'm, I'm very excited for, um, you know, the things that are out there in the world Jurassic wise. I know your yep. your list actually focused on a different aspect as well, which I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about. Um, I just I looked at your list and I completely forgot that we actually got something released this year. And I can't believe I forgot <laughs> that. <laughs> There's there's been a lot of things, a lot of things uh, released, and I, I did make a timeline of of like events over the past year. Um, I always try to do this like 
ahead of schedule and then i completely forget and then i'm like in, de- <laughs> in december at the end of december i'm trying to like rapidly like catch up and look back at all all the news and all the uh social media posts from the creators and casts and stuff like that so i'm trying to like track down all the most interesting things that happened and 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 see if there's anything of value there but uh there there was a lot you know and, and this was a year where um I guess the film was in production, right? <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like that was this year, right? Um, and then they ended up rapping, and you know there were teases all over the place. Uh, not not a ton. I, I don't feel like it was as much as previous films, but um, there there have been a few recently too. So that's been kind of yep. nice over the past like two months or so. Um, so, but yeah, but um, there has been a lot of like official stuff opening and releasing too. So why don't we go ahead and uh, go with our top five. So actually, I guess I'll, I'll go first um, <laughs> and that'll give you the opportunity to close. Um, so my my fifth uh, thing here on the list is, um, did I put this in order? Oh yeah, I changed it via <laughs> different documents. All right, so my, 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 my fifth thing here is actually the score teases that we yeah. got over time. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big uh, score enthusiast when it comes to any movie, really. And this one in particular gets me really excited because there was a few different teases. I know um, Michael Giacchino teased uh, a little bit of music, which I th- I feel like was just a take on the the typical theme for Jurassic World, which was fantastic. And you you there felt a, a little bit of like finality to what he was teasing there, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. And and then there was also like this this epic tease from Colin Trevorrow while he's playing some some video game out there and he's like you know this fits the score well and and I was like I don't know what <laughs> I, I I still forget what that game was some sort of dark souls or something like that um but it was just menacing that score yeah. and it that's the kind of thing that gets me really hyped so when you know 2022 comes around the score is always like you know one of my things that I'm looking forward to when a new film comes out so when that film comes out, hopefully everything goes well. I'm going to be like, let me dive into that score right as soon as I get out of theater. So the score tease for this year was pretty great. And then, uh, you know, there there may be other things on our list here that that also included a score. Um, so yeah. I, I, uh, I, you know, not to, to spoil any list or anything, but but uh, there there was a, a bit of the score you know, out there in the world uh, on YouTube. And I'm like, oh my God, that is amazing sounding. <laughs> so that that's one of my my favorite things. There's there's images, there's all kinds of stuff out there in the world, but I'm like, give me that music. I want to hear that score. Yeah, I, I think the score is really solid. Um, and I'm excited to see what it means for the actual film itself and what kind of sequences match up to it. Because there's definitely that finality, as you say. Mm-hmm. Um, for my number five... I am actually going to say our Camp Cretaceous Season 4 Early Access. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's always so awesome that DreamWorks are kind enough to trust us with that. Um, and they yes. actually put a lot of faith in us by letting us watch these episodes early and make content around them. And it's really been a big privilege for me the past i mean it's only been a year it feels like it's been longer <laughs> but the past year um, yeah. with camp cretaceous working on that stuff and i think it's re- really nice for both of us as well because actually although we're like always doing these kinds of things together a lot of the time our segments are kind of separate and whenever mm-hmm. it comes to t- the time where it's like camp cretaceous that's always the thing where we're both like working really hard together to push content out on it 
Um, and I really enjoyed that process where we're both basically stressing up until the last minute to get stuff out. <laughs> um, so it's, oh, yeah. so it, fun. it's always so a fun, fun stress going through the computation cycle. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, but it is it is always a blast to do that stuff with you. And, um, you know, not only was it just season four that we just did, we've actually had three seasons this year yeah. uh, of Camp Cretaceous. So we've had three seasons of, you know, getting that access and, you know, working with DreamWorks and 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 having having the availability availability for like that show to pop up on a preview tab on our Netflix accounts. It's like, oh, there it is. I can't wait to dive yeah. into that. And and um you know, and start the the content creation because as soon as as soon as it shows up in my feed, I'm like, all right, well, uh, I got to watch through, and then I got to take all my notes, and I got to make sure I watch this several times, and uh, you know, just be like, know all the ins and outs of the episodes yeah. before we start recording because I don't want to sit down on the mic and be like, um. What happened in this episode? You know, so uh, it is always fun. One of I, us I, is I really very prepared, it. and it's not me. <laughs> Somebody's got to run the show, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll dive right into my number four then. So I, I, I teased it. I teased it in my in my number five. But uh, the prologue, which is, hey, this is at number four. Uh, and this is yeah. a big one. This is big, right? Like this, honestly, there might <laughs> so not be. So big, I forgot it happened. <laughs> but I like where you were headed. I really like your your thought process on, on your list. Um, but uh, the prologue came out, right? Like that. And, and we had a few chances. Uh, a lot of fans had a few chances. Not everybody. But, um, you know, first off, it came out in IMAX, which was great. It was It was really cool to see that on the big screen yeah. um and then the score changed between the IMAX release and the actual YouTube oh, release. Did it? I didn't yeah, know so that. Wow. so at the um the 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 present sequence um is set, you know, 65 million years later, the the music was like from uh, Fallen Kingdom and then they okay. swapped it when it released on YouTube and there's actual like Dominion music in there. So that's where I'm like, "Oh my god, this Dominion music is amazing." Because we got a, a bigger tease in that in that segment there, so that was really cool. But just seeing how how beautiful this movie potentially could look, um, it's 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 inspiring. It's hopeful. It, it creates a lot of excitement. Um, I know I have these like images just like like screen capped on my desk desktop here, so I see them all to, at all times. And there's like multiple sets of them in my phone for sharing and on my <laughs> iPad. So I've got I've got like pictures of this this in, incredible looking prologue, um, and it's just it's beautiful. Like it, it, I feel like every yeah. if you if you took a screenshot, every piece is like a work of art. It's so brilliant, and I can't wait to see. It like gets me hyped for the rest of the movie, even though none of that's in the movie. So yeah, that was that was a very unexpected surprise. That like, hey, we're gonna get this preview, and then hey, it's not actually in the movie. <laughs> so it started <laughs> off as a preview, and then ends up as just its own, you know, battle at Big Rock style thing, which was really cool. You know, yeah, I think the thing that's so cool with that sequence as well um, is the fact that it feels like a nature documentary. Mm -hmm. So I've been watching Planet Dinosaur this morning. I watched the first two episodes okay. and that prologue sequence could be like step-by-step -step something that's from one of those documentaries, but how it's presented, sure, it's sure. so, so beautiful in the way that it's handled. Um, so yeah, it gets me very excited as well. 
And am, am I good to take away my yeah. number four as well, Brad? Go ahead. Kick it off I... with your number four. <clears throat> So I am going to go for our Jurassic World Evolution 2 partnership with Frontier. Um, yes. So getting early access to that game as well, um, but also getting to work with their influencer team. And this this sort of really, it, it means a lot that people put faith in our content because as a lot of people will know, um, my day job is marketing mainly. Um, so I know a lot about, obviously, the value of marketing and influencer numbers and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm also very conscious that um, it's very, very hard to get access to things sometimes because people only have a set number of, mm. say, access codes to give out for something. Um, so it, it does mean a lot that Frontier have had faith in our content this past year and really been willing to support us. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been really awesome getting just a new dinosaur game that we've been able to play for a little bit and sink some time into and actually i've really really enjoyed working on some of the cinematic pieces that we've done for that because it's given me a lot of enjoyment yeah. out of my new xbox one console <laughs> which has oh, been very fun look at you <laughs> <laughs> for I, the listeners I, wish, I did just hold up my console. controller <laughs> um yeah i wish i had a new console to play something on because i i feel like these days my my ps4 is just uh, you know it decides hey i'm gonna shut off now and it's like okay i'm gonna freeze and i'm like hey man i just want to play a game um but you know i i i have not been as like uh high on this game as you have so seeing yeah. the content through your eyes has been a lot uh, more beneficial for me like to see that like hey you enjoy this and you're getting a lot out of it and and specifically like the content that you have created uh I, I i dig that a lot more than anything else because i'm like now that's what i want to play like that is the the most beautiful <laughs> like looking peaceful game it's very yeah. serene and just like watching the dinosaurs Not ranger and... jeep 17 is out of petrol <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 there's a lot that's missing from from that aspect of the videos i guess but but uh, you know i i love those cinematic you know pieces that you put together and and like you said the 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 fact that, you know, again, after you mentioned DreamWorks and everything, the, to be able to work with Frontier on something like that is has been an amazing part of the year as well. Um, and yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm so I am glad we got the game this year, despite, you know, the 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 fact that it wasn't really synced up with the release of the film or anything like that. But yeah. um, but I am glad that we got some stuff. You know, there, there's been a lot released this year and, and that was, a uh, you know reviews aside it was a it was a good portion you know that of the year yeah so good way but, of carrying uh, us over yeah so my, i want to go i guess where where are we in number three um yeah. <laughs> my number three is something i have not experienced whatsoever um <laughs> but uh but i felt like it was deserving of some credit because yeah you know uh i i feel like I feel like my list contains a lot of things that could could be viewed as like, hey, that that was obviously the best thing released this year, you know. And and this thing is, it's Universal Beijing and the uh, yeah. the Jurassic World Isla Nublar section that they opened up in the park. Now, I I've talked about it time and time again on the show. It is it is like, it it's it's amazing. It's it's everything you want from a Jurassic World themed theme park area and they they truly nailed it from the the entrance to the 
the the restaurants having like an upscale Hammond style restaurant that that people you know fought to get Chilean sea bass on the menu and like <laughs> and like you know there's there's stores and uh you know so many different attractions in there and specifically the Jurassic World adventure which is like the yep. main attraction in that in that land is just like it looks truly groundbreaking in, in all aspects and you know it's got a very similar style ride you know uh ride system to a lot of other rides that are in universal parks but the the scott the, the what am i saying the size and scope i i, I like mix those things the skype uh, which is a, a recording <laughs> skype is a recording system but um not no, the, the size and scope though. not other, the one other options are available <laughs> Yes, yeah, not an ad for Skype because we are not on it. Um, but the size and scope uh, of those uh, of that attraction and those animatronics is just incredible. Like it's yeah, mind boggling how how cool they are and how they like the Indominus, for instance, follows you around and follows your vehicle, which is just yeah crazy. Um, and you know the blending of the video and the animatronics, the ending sequence with the main street attack area, and it's just like it's so cool what they were able to create um, in that land, in that attraction, and yeah, and I, you know it's in it's in Beijing, so you know we haven't gotten the chance to go out there, and I don't really know a lot of you know uh, community members or anybody. I don't really think no. I've seen anybody from the community go out there i'm sure there are people out there that have and and big jurassic fans that have but yeah you know not any of us but hopefully one so, day so guys listening if if you would like to see me and brad go and do a blog series out there and um, oh, tweet man. universal with the hashtag beijing bros and oh, we will go out what? there and <laughs> produce a series for you i mean i'm, I'm, tr I'm gonna trust it because you're in marketing apparently so like <laughs> i don't like it but i'm gonna trust it all right so hashtag beijing bros i guess i don't know um but they, yeah that uh you know that is uh an amazing looking park and uh one day fingers crossed we'll get a chance to go there yeah, no, I agree with that. Maybe not through that hashtag, but definitely somewhere <laughs> I'd like to go and visit. Um, for my number three spot is something very personal, and that is working on Jurassic World The Big Catch, um, which was our short audio drama for the Halloween episode. Mm. Um, firstly, I want to say a huge thanks to Ben for organising that um, and for to Dan um and also rachel for being involved in that because that was really awesome and david at jurassic collectibles of course um but also i i think that really sort of reinvigorated me creatively and it made me realize how lucky we are to have this podcast as a platform because <laughs> we can just kind of we can do anything with it really we can put like audio dramas out work on other things and that was very fun for me because i've spent a lot of 2021 sort of working out more what i want to do creatively to get fulfillment from that so it was really mm. fun having the opportunity to work on a jurassic story that was an audio drama and it sort of given me a lot of ideas for stuff i want to work on in the future as well yeah yeah you're right there's a like we were talking about with the content you know via jurassic world evolution or camp cretaceous it's like there is a lot of pressure to creating the content and getting the word out there and you know, uh, just being knowledgeable on certain things. But when you can actually, like, focus your efforts and your your talents on, like, something 
creative like this it's really really fun um i was gonna add i'll I'll expand my list a little bit but i was gonna (laughs) add like something like that on here where it kind of captured like you know the the halloween halloween episode and the christmas episode as well because that stuff is just i think like can we just talk about your beetlejuice impression (laughs) (laughs) yeah man that was that was the best man i i uh i really enjoyed that i i uh, you know uh, whether it's good or not who knows but that's that's for everybody to decide but uh i i loved doing that and specifically that segment was so much fun or it wasn't even yeah. a segment it was just me hosting the episode that way but the fact that like i was able to record my son and have some audio of him and and recreate something that we do in our house all the time um was was pretty special and now that I'm mentioning him, I realize I forgot to turn on the blue light, the, the recording light outside my studio, so he could just walk in here at any time. Um, so it's the middle of the day. Um, but um, but yeah, that was that was really cool because that is something like he calls Beetlejuice in our house, and like and then I do I do the voice and and you know pretend to be him this you know the whole yeah. time and and to be able to f- feature that on the show is really fun and interesting and a fun way to showcase this period of time in our in our house here so that was awesome and your segment was fantastic it it, it definitely brought like a a a level of like realism to the segment too the fact that you had like a, a british cash with cast which was awesome and like everybody felt authentic to the roles and, and yeah. stuff like that so that was really really cool like it, it worked out really well and I love these haunting, you know, vibes that we always try to give off on the Halloween one. And they're they're always traumatic in, in some form or fashion. Like yeah. there's never like a good <laughs> Halloween theme segment, which is just like, hey, everybody's happy and and, and great and just maybe next candy. day, right? <laughs> <laughs> everybody's just dying via dinosaur in our <laughs> Halloween segments. So yeah. But um but yeah, that was fun. And um shout out to Travis Stevens for the uh, the Christmas episode this yeah. this past week, which me and him just we 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 he records all of those songs that you hear in the holiday, you know, uh, episode, which are just Jurassic tracks that he's re- he's like recorded the vocals, he sang like super professionally over you know Christmas songs that we all know and love, and I can't believe he comes up with the tracks that he does it's just like yeah. mind-boggling and then the fact that we improv the entire segment like it is 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 so funny to me there was one moment where he was telling this story uh, just random made-up story about you know how you know he had a, a his grandma like after listening to the song or something and she just goes Shh. and then he didn't he didn't expand upon the story whatsoever he just ended it on his grandma telling him Shh. and i I tried to 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 like get through and actually like do something off of that improv off of that, but I failed miserably. I had my mic muted, and then I was like, I came back and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's. And I'm like, I just broke down and I was cracking up, and I'm like, I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so there was one edit in that in that episode that actually like, uh, you know, I, we couldn't improv through, so or I couldn't, but. But that's that's the best stuff, man. That those are always my favorite episodes of the year is the holiday stuff, and and it's so it's like far from Jurassic, you know. It's I don't know why it's just always the most fun. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, good job on the big catch. That was a good one. Um, so we're at number two here. Number two is Camp Cretaceous season four, three. 
<laughs> season three. But what about you, your cameo? <laughs> oh yeah, I should have put that on the list. Hey guys, I'm canon. <laughs> that was my actually spoilers. That's my number one. Um, no, um, <laughs> no. I you know looking back on this season this year, I was like. I couldn't believe that there were three seasons and I forgot that like season two debuted in January. I was like, what? Oh my God. You just forgot oh, season, season two? two, didn't you? Well, it, it's been an interesting year for Camp Cretaceous. Yeah. You know, we, we started off with season two, which was a, a mixed bag at the time. It felt like it, and, and it grew, we grew the appreciation there. And then season three came out and just was like amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> I, I thought that season was so, so good. Yeah, I agree. You know, with I, that. I really feel like they took risks and they, they did some stuff that you would never expect, like destroying the visitor center, just knocking it down and and uh, surprising us with two Scorpius, which was impressive. Yeah. And, and sorry for spoiling season three for you guys if you haven't watched it. Yes, I guess. I, I guess. But whatever. Um, but um, that was that was such a cool moment when when two of them popped out. I and I love that addition to the franchise, like that dinosaur the hybrid it was so cool and i they managed to I make that it was make really sense, awesome which was awesome yeah 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 i love the like behind the scenes take on like what Wu is doing and when and where and and all that stuff it was really really cool to see them take some chances with that season um after i felt like uh, they didn't really do a lot in season two it just kind of like set the, the the tables which it did it, it set the stage for a lot of things to come you know in season three and four but you know, I felt like they they didn't accomplish a ton, but season three comes around and it's like, oh my gosh, we're doing all kinds of stuff. We're going the penthouses and we're we're you know we're showing, uh, what was the what was the Monolophosaurus? Was that in that one? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That was in there like tons of them. Um, and then yeah, just just getting the the compies and the attracting to, uh, you know, shiny stuff that was fun and and blue attacking everybody and it was just really cool. It was it was a really really fun season. Um, and you know, a heartfelt season with like leaving Bumpy behind and all that stuff. So I was really into that one. Season four comes along and, uh, it was hard at first. It was hard at first, but I, I've actually really, really grown on that one too. I feel like, I feel like I've, I've become a fan of that one now. Um, you know, despite because it's, you it's cameo, obvious right? Yeah. Because of me, uh, because I'm obviously <laughs> the best part of that season. Um, but no, I, I, uh, I dislike a lot of it. Don't get me wrong of season four, but I think that there's a lot of really, really good stuff in there. So, you know, I'm, I'm pumped and I'm ready for more, but uh, yeah, season three specifically was, was my number two. Yeah. I think season three is a really good choice. And I think I'm still not over that woo connection at the end when we're like, Oh my God, oh, they're yeah. doing it. It's the lake yeah. scene. Like you're never going to get more impactful <laughs> in a TV show than that. That was so Seriously. awesome. Seriously, like yeah. I, I I forgot to even mention that part of it. Like the fact that they tied it into Fallen Kingdom was incredible. It's like, hey, why why do we have these extra two episodes this season? What's what's going on there? And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're gonna tie into to this, and you know, you hear Marine One or whatever, and you're like, this is it. Yeah. This is this is what I've been waiting for. Come on. So it was it was really really cool. So it's kind of unbeatable in so many facets. You know, between that Fallen Kingdom tie in with dr Wu and all that stuff and 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 destroying the iconic visitor center like there's really really interesting stuff in that season yeah definitely i think it's interesting because you went the tv route and i sort of double back on the film route for my 
uh, second mm, yeah. pick, which was just in general, um, all of the hype that we're seeing around Dominion now, you know, the screen uh, caps that have been released recently, mm. sort of the first pieces of merchandise sort of coming out here and there, the prologue, as you said, and I forgot. Um, <laughs> there's just so many things. Obviously, a trailer potentially on the horizon in the first couple of months of 2022. I think it's just really exciting seeing everyone slowly talking more and more about this upcoming film and, and getting really excited about it. And mm -hmm. it's nice being in that part of the hype cycle where whenever I log into YouTube, there's now lots of videos on Dominion and lots of theories, oh, lots yeah. of speculation always lots of tweets around it as well so i'm really excited i am just bloody nervous about how we're going to cover this thing in the next few months <laughs> well, yeah we'll have to figure out a game plan man i don't know um but i you know i'm looking back on this timeline that i created and it looks like the first real um you know teases came in may of this year yeah uh with the score uh, there was like the score teases and then middle of the month you had Owen and Barry on that boat, uh, which was a very cool image. Um, and then yeah. let's see, um, the IMAX preview thing was in June. Uh, then you have CinemaCon footage, which was in August. Yeah. And that was a big one. I mean, there was like so much information coming out of that. I'm still and stuff. quite shocked we didn't see more from that, in all honesty, because yeah. there was a lot described from that. Yeah, thinking about the the stuff that they mentioned in there, I, I remember like reading so many different articles trying to get the most information yeah. I could, and then being like, wait, what? Like that, that sounds <laughs> outraged. There's no way that's in the movie. They definitely misinterpreted yeah. that, but then you see it confirmed in other <laughs> articles, and you're like, what? Like how is that? Yeah. Like so, there was some really, really interesting stuff in there, and I, I, I loved that. So that was in August. Uh, let's see what else we have. Um, they f apparently finished it. Uh, there was that big like picture with a finished uh, image on there in November. Um, the prologue was also in November. Then you had uh, the Claire image in December, uh, which was really cool. That that shot was awesome. And when that shot came out, I'm like, all right, maybe we're gonna have a Claire centric promo run here. Um, but it's kind of the tables have turned a bit, and we we you know then we got two pictures of Owen, um, Owen yeah. with the parasaur, which was really really cool. They've I was got to prepare us for the seven different Owen Mattel figures, right? I know, I know, yeah. Um, and uh, so wait, was the Owen picture? And then oh, I didn't even have that on the list. I guess it came after that. But um, the um, atrociraptor, the atrociraptor, yeah, the the the. Mm -hmm. pyroraptor uh tease in the in the mm -hmm. article as well and uh, the therizinosaurus and that claire picture there's so there's so much coming out and actually you know speaking of there's an interesting uh holiday card thing that that colin you know put out on on the uh the web there that like hey you could look into that image and be like well there's some interesting stuff going on in this picture the the assets that he used are not like you know, Dominion assets or anything like that. But you're like, hmm, put your thinking cap on. There's some interesting stuff in that picture. Um, but uh, let me ask you this, that that Parasaur that he shared, the, the just yeah. the head, what do you think that was? Was that a, a, a like a animatronic? Do you think that was like a, a maquette thing, like a prop that they use for the lighting? Or do you think it was CG? Like, wh what's your take on that? I think it might be an animatronic head. Um, 
I'm thinking back through to their CGI or the maquettes even we saw for Fallen Kingdom, and I don't think they're quite that detailed. I think, mm. judging by the fact it's got the eyeballs in it, it's probably an animatronic. Um, I'm but going I, with, I could with, go either way. I'm going with the uh, the lighting model. You know, using that just to yeah. hold up in that setting to to make sure it's no longer good. a tennis ball on the end of the stick. No, yeah, I I I have a feeling that like below that picture is just somebody like holding up this heavy, yeah. you know, parasaur head on. It was on, you, you know? Brian, wasn't it? <laughs> It was. I, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> I did it. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot of hype for this movie, obviously. Um, and like yeah. so so many articles, so many, you know, teases of information. Um, not a ton of information out of Colin and stuff like that over the year. But, you know, I, I remember yeah. thinking throughout the year, like, wow, like he's pretty radio silent on so many things. So it was interesting. But uh, I think the fans really kept that train rolling, you know, and and yeah. We're, we're leading it straight into 2022, you know? I think Colin's done a really good job of not over-teasing things as well. Like, he does engage with us, but it's only right when he needs to. And I kind of like that because it's keeping our expectations quite level at the moment, I think. Yeah. Whether yeah. it stays that way, because we know how the Fallen Kingdom marketing <laughs> went, we shall see. Oh, um, but I'm optimistic. Yeah, top five things we're not looking forward to in 2022. <laughs> Over marketing this film. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't want to be spoiled on every aspect, even though we, <laughs> we end up knowing a lot more than, than we need to or whatever. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, the the so... biggest thing that always takes me back, and I say this every time, is the fact that Fallen Kingdom's marketing literally had one of the final scenes of the film at the Rex at the zoo in yeah. one of the trailers. I was like, what? And the Mosasaur. <laughs> The Mosasaur yeah. too that ended up being nothing, you know, like come on. Um, so yeah, but that's our those are our number twos. So I guess we got the big number ones here. Um yeah. so my number one, which Oh Brad, it says working with Tom. It doesn't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I see, here's the thing. You went like you know, podcast-centric, sentimental, and, and you know, you're cherishing your time. And I'm like, give me the cool stuff. <laughs> I just want to see what's fun and interesting that they've released. Um, so so that's why my number one is uh, Jurassic World Velocicoaster yep. down in uh, Universal Orlando. I've had uh, a few opportunities to ride this ride now. And it is it's the best coaster I've ever been on. It is the best roller coaster. And I am a very big coaster enthusiast. I, I've, You're a you know, coaster I, I, connoisseur. I am. I try to be. I mean, I don't know if I've attained that status yet because there are, there are many out there. You that, have that, right here. Yeah. You, you yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I, you know, I have a list of like all the coasters I've been on uh, and like try to, to get my number to keep going up and up and up. And, uh, you know, getting a chance to go on Velocicoaster was just like, oh my god, this is the best, the best ride. Maybe not the best like attraction, you know, something like that. But it's it's the best roller coaster I've ever been on, and they themed the queue so incredibly well. This is a, an area and a land that I was like, uh, when it, when they announced Velocicoaster, I was a doubter. I was a big doubter of of the whole thing, the whole project. I'm like, ah, it's gonna tarnish like my view of that land because it's just such a pristine looking 
area over there across the water. You've got the the tall trees and the uh, the Discovery Center, and it just is so beautiful. And now, you know, they threw a coaster in there, and it still looks good. Don't get me wrong. Maybe not as good as the original, but it's still it's still a good look. Um, I can't double back on my thoughts initially too much, you know? I can't say, like, <laughs> I, I disagree with myself too much. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, an, it's truly impressive, uh, impressive attraction. And, um, like I said, the queue is, is really, really cool. There's amazing, like, yes. videos in there of Owen and Claire – and uh, the ride itself is really, really fun and thrilling and, you know, scary. And um, yeah. and uh, there's, you know, there's uh, statues in there of the Raptors, so nothing too crazy on the ride itself outside of the, the ride. Um, but it's just a, an amazing experience that really blends in somehow with Jurassic World and Jurassic Park together next yeah. to each other. I don't know how it works, but it, it feels like it does had the chance to go on on the grand opening day which was just really really fun got to hang out with some people and and have i ate three churros that day um <laughs> that's like, just they were a normal like, day mate it was just a normal day they were you know at the end of uh, for some reason for the grand opening they're like here i think they said courtesy of the today show here's some churros once you like exited <laughs> the ride and they gave you a churro when you exited and i wrote it two times that day so i got another <laughs> churro but before i got that second <laughs> churro i bought a churro so it was like a jurassic <laughs> a jurassic themed churro it was all blue and and you know slimy and i don't know it was, it was, uh, nice. it was good but <laughs> you know i was running off of three churros that grand opening day and also the fact that they opened up the um the tribute store over in the other park yeah. was just incredible that that store you know was amazing and i hope i'm um, you know keep my fingers crossed that they bring it back for you know, this coming May or June, whenever they want to open it up, um, because it would tie in so well. And I've, I've heard really good things about, you know, how well that store yeah. did that. It was, it was really, really well received. And it was the first IP property, uh, that, you know, they've had at a tribute store, which is just this massive, massive store with so many, uh, you know, Jurassic themed goods in there and food and, and merch and, and everything, toys. So hopefully it comes back. That would be really, really awesome to help promote Dominion. Um, but yeah, I, I thought uh, Velocicoaster yeah. was amazing, amazing. And it's it's like the number one ride that I want to go and do when I hit those parks. So yeah. It's so if you want to see me and Brad do it, use the hashtag Orlando Bros. Uh, <laughs> and uh, go yep. and ride for Lossy Coast. Yep, that's it. That's he it. He has his head in his hands right now, guys. If you can uh, hear, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, in all seriousness, it looks really cool. And I like the way, I really like the way they did the entrance and how you've got like the Jurassic Park Visitor Center to one side and then mm -hmm. Velocicoaster's just past it. It looks really cool. Um, yeah. So my... what's the big, what's the big number one for you? The big number one for me? Uh it has to be our Jurassic June community celebration. So, so you're out there the, making me feel real bad about my list with all your like <laughs> nice, great. You're, you're working on the podcast with each other and doing all this cool stuff, and I'm like, stuff, give me stuff. And, yeah. And uh, you know, I saw your list, and I was like, okay, that's a list. So, so go ahead, your, your Jurassic June yeah. community celebration. Well, I I think part of this factors into 
both of us as well like no knowing how much work went in behind the scenes on this i genuinely look back on this and i have absolutely no clue how we managed to pull it off because <laughs> i think we literally had like videos coming together the night before and it yeah. all still came together perfectly and it, it it was just so so essentially it was the idea being that at the time we were still in to some extent lockdown in a lot of different places obviously the film had been delayed we just wanted to take an opportunity to bring people together and it was really really awesome seeing how willing so many different brand partners were to get involved and actually just really genuinely care about this ip and want to talk about it and sharing that excitement with fans yeah but also it was really awesome getting to hang out with you guys um and actually getting to put something together for you all that really felt like we were sort of breaking down the boundaries and connecting with you all with faces we recognized dropping into the live chat throughout that live stream just talking to people who really support this show every day it was really really special getting to do that you know i always yeah. bring up the example to you brad of cretaceous dad really coming and interacting with us for the first time during yeah. that stream and then becoming an active part of the community afterwards it was just really really special seeing so many people coming together and i think that reminds me what this is all about like at, at the end of the day whenever you do something like this Yes, there's always a rush to be first to things. There's always a rush to cover things. But actually, when, say, the newish Jurassic World Evolution is gone, when the film's out and it's all said and done, the thing that really keeps this going is the people who are a part of this community. I'm getting really cheesy, so I'm going to stop in a minute. <laughs> uh, the, the thing that keeps this going is the people who just encourage those conversations every day. So I know that I've been really thankful for that this past year. Um, and it's been there for me when maybe things have been a little bit more rough than they have been beforehand. Um, so I really appreciate that. And I'm really glad that we were able to put something together that brought everyone together. Yeah, it's, it's this like initiative that I feel like started, you know, way back in 2020 when you're like, hey, let's do like stay safe, stay Jurassic and and get that going and keeping this community minded and and bringing it all the way into this year with with the live stream and everything it was so much fun you know it's just yeah you know and and a lot of this is straight from you so you like it shows how much you care for the the community and and cultivating a, a fun environment for people to you know safely come and hang out and talk about jurassic and it was really fun and really special and yeah i don't know how it worked i don't know because like <laughs> I, I i do my live streams like every wednesday and i'm like uh, you know i'm struggling sometimes to get those out and i'm like <laughs> how did we do that june one and i was like what's that we sat year? for eight hours brad <laughs> we sat there for so long and we raised a, yeah. a bunch of money which is also you know a great part of it and and again, yeah. shout out to everybody who who has donated over, you know, June and and December this year, and and our previous ones as well, and other years. So, like, it's it's always a great way to have people come together with with Jurassic gives back, and and also yeah, just definitely. like you know, just hang out and have a good time. And and like you said, there were so many people that popped their heads in over the the course of the eight hours that we were together, and. That was fun. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, man, we were like somehow. I don't even know how we did it, but like we were able to hang out behind the scenes while while like videos yes. are going live and stuff like that. And like some of the videos were like, there you know, was some funny behind the scenes <laughs> conversations. I say that much. Yeah, and like honestly, like it all went off without like a hitch. There was like one 
point in time where like I was like holding my headset up to the microphone in order to hear things, but like <laughs> yeah. that was about it. That was about it. Everything else was really, really easy. That was somehow. Jay, wasn't it? I think. No, no I think it was no. it was Yaroslav was... called in. Yeah, Yaroslav. And, and yeah. it was on Skype. Hey, we were on Skype that time. Probably the last time. Um and uh yeah, it was it was that that part didn't work out as we had planned, but we yeah. still got it out there, and we you still I think you were like running the show at that point, and like you still had a good conversation and stuff. So, um, at but that yeah, point, it was... I was like, my live broadcast career is sorted. <laughs> I've made it through this. I can make it through anything. Exactly. Yeah, it was so much fun, and uh, and also like you you combined footage from like so many different people. That were yeah. I think what were they saying? They wanted to talk about like what they were most excited for with Dominion or something yeah. like that, right? So that was that was really cool to see. So it was a, it was a brilliant you know celebration. Uh, you know, I'll yeah. pat ourselves on the back and stuff like that. But it was we're looking it was forward fun. to doing it next year, right, Brad? I mean, of course, we will <laughs> absolutely be doing it. Who knows what to what extent? But we will definitely be yeah. there. You know, it, it's going to be a big month, so we'll we'll see what we can do. Um, but yeah, man. There was that was yeah. a good one. That was a that was a lot of fun. So here's to uh, it's definitely to next a big year. highlight for last year for me. Well, this yeah. year because it's still 2021. Yeah. yeah. So we only have a few minutes left here, but 2022. Give me give me a few of your highlights. What are you thinking? You know, is the big stuff for 2022? I'm really excited for the Lego. Um, so much so that I added it to your list, and it wasn't originally on there. Oh. <laughs> um, because. So that's getting revealed in April, and I know that we're getting a big line of Lego sets this time. And anyone that knows me knows that I love construction toys, so I can't wait for that. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see what Jurassic World Evolution does. I think DLC is the name of the game with that one, and I think there could be some cool stuff on the horizon. Um, and I'm very excited to work with Prospero Hall to promote Jurassic World, the legacy of Isla Nublar, because I think that's going to be a really awesome board game as well. So I'm excited yes. about that. Yes, we, you know, I, I had that on the list here. We both had a chance to chat with them about like what the game is and everything. And it, it sounds amazing and it sounds really, yeah. really fun. So I know it's it's a lot of like hours and, and stuff that you got to devote to it. But like the cool thing is you can pick it up whenever you want and it looks amazing. And I, I was saying to them while I was recording, I'm like, I just want to hang this on my wall. It is so beautiful. <laughs> every every piece and, and uh, piece of paper and, and game card and folder or whatever they got in there it's just like super impressive um yeah. so yeah that'll be a fun one that'll be a fun one i think that uh the kickstarter is in march or ends in march or begins in march i forget yeah, what it starts is in march. Um, starts yeah. in march yeah um but yeah i mean that's gonna be fun uh obviously dominion look i mean that's gonna be yeah. a big one uh, <laughs> so uh, wait I think, is it coming out i i think so, uh, maybe um and if it does <laughs> you know if it does it brings out a lot of different events and things and 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 who knows what what will be in store for for this year in regards to like brand partners and things like that that are just randomly announced and and pop up all over the place so i'm really excited to see like we were talking about with the the marketing push for Fallen Kingdom. There was so much stuff around that time period. Yeah. So to see what could come is going to be really, really exciting. So I'm pumped for Dominion um, and and season five of Camp Cretaceous. Like, you know, it's it's inevitable. Um, you know, they, they haven't officially, officially, like, an, sent out press release announcements or anything like that, but it's pretty obvious, um, you know, that it'll be there. So it's got to be a big season. It's got to be a big one. There's yeah. a lot to answer, a lot to discuss. Um, we won't dive into it here, but like, there's a lot of 
cliffhangery things that you know need need wrapping up and is it the last season uh you know maybe but um i'm interested to see you know what happens in season five whenever that is whether it's before whether it's after dominion um but yeah time will tell that's going to be a fun one yeah Uh, anything else on anything else you can think of uh mattel is going to be a big one I see you've written that down. That's going to have a lot of stuff coming out, undoubtedly. I think the the thing I'm really excited about is how is the Legacy Collection going to grow? Because we have got some bangers of products in a non-film year. So the potential to get some really cool film stuff in a film year is exciting. Looking at you, The Lost World. (laughs) I... I, you know, I never feel like they're gonna dive into those those films. You know, Lost World, Don't JP3. Say that. Don't like, say I know that. we do have like little things here and there, like the, the Amber Collection. You know, JP3. I need my Roland Tembo action figure. Okay, I do. Like, I need that stuff so bad. Like, I, I want it. I want to see Lost World stuff and even Jurassic Park three. I want them to do Legacy Jurassic World, which we started to see you know with the apatosaurus so you know i want to see stuff from there i I want them to explore those characters and and give us more human and mosasaur playset right that'll be fantastic give it to us (laughs) Uh, absolutely um (laughs) you know i just want to see what kind of merch is out there and and there are you know outside of mattel there are so many other brands and things to look forward to like you said with lego and and i'm hoping jada do some stuff in 2022 as well like yeah. if they bring their vehicle a game to some of the vehicles from Dominion, that could be amazing. Yeah, who knows? I don't know what else. Like it's hard to say. These are like some of the top things you're talking about: video games, yeah. movies, uh, theme parks have like done their stuff, their their share. Yeah. I mean, it's not Touchwood events. events. I mean, depending on what kind of place the world is in next year, I know I have ideas for doing an event to meet up with some people around dominion's release i'm sure universal will do events they usually have a presence at comic con in a film release year um so there could be a lot of interesting stuff out there i mean in 2018 for fallen kingdom at london um mcm expo which is like comic con they had the gyrosphere photo opportunity Mm. and also a velociraptor blue statue um so i might potentially go up to comic con and see what's going on there because i think they'll be doing the rounds again this year yeah that'd be nice and and who knows like you were saying who knows what the state of the world will be but like you know feld entertainment has has brought out their properties you know whether it's disney on ice or uh monster the monster trucks and stuff that they do i forget what it's called um but like their their shows keep coming out and you know Hopefully, fingers crossed, Jurassic World live tour comes back. We know that and comes uh, to London. Uh, I mean, I want I want another shot to see it before that. But <laughs> come to the UK, Brad. <laughs> it, it it deserves it. it. You know, it deserves to head over there as well. Um, but you know, even uh, the the expansion and and continuation of the exhibition is going to be happening. So you know. There's a lot, a lot to look forward to. So hopefully things yeah. go as planned. And, you know, Spider-Man just did insane numbers. So what, what's Dominion going to do? I don't know. It's it's going to be big. It's, maybe. I don't know. But it's going to be big. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, hey, those... maybe we know the original trio is coming back, right? Maybe yeah. Dominion opens the multiverse for Jurassic World. I, it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> I would love to see it. Um, you know, give us like an alternate like, universe ev- version of Dieter ev- Starks going to appear. 
as uh, I think so- as as the uh, the the Sonic the Hedgehog has has said, I think everything is canon, right? So yeah. um, you know who knows who's gonna pop into the Jurassic universe. I I might be there in the form of robot. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I'm. I did I'm... see you on green screen the other day. Now I think about Don't, it. Sh- 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 don't mention that. Don't mention it. But thank you for joining me uh, to do this list last second here. I'm, yeah. I'm very uh, happy we had a chance to do this and and. You gave your sentimental side, and I gave my, you know, official release side. So I appreciate it. And if you guys out there have uh, thoughts and, and uh, you know, uh, a list yourself, so please send those over to us. You can send those to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com, or you can tweet them at us or send them us uh, on our Facebook group or Instagram, wherever you want. I want to see your list, too. So this is a community thing, like Tom said in the, uh, the his yeah. number one. This is a community celebration. So there's going to be a lot to celebrate, I think, in 2022. So Hell why don't you yeah. let everybody know uh, where they can they can find you and tag you in those uh, top fives? Yeah, come hang out at Tom underscore Jurassic on Instagram and Twitter. And do feel free to tag me. I'm better at Twitter than Instagram. Instagram I barely look at. Tag me <laughs> on Twitter and I will definitely see it, though. Awesome. Well, I am uh, I'm at Brad Jost on Twitter. You can tag me too if you want to, and of course at Jurassic Park Pod on Twitter and uh, Jurassic Park Podcast on Instagram. So we want to see those lists because I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of value there to see what uh, different things people are looking forward to for 2022, but also to see what people loved about uh, 2021. So what do you say we head out of here? Let's do it. Let's go watch Dominion, mate. Uh, do you have access? Send me that key code. What is it? Uh, cut! <laughs> and now for episode one of the audio drama, Amazonian Secrets, Jurassic Park. One month later, Mark Degler, now 57 years old, drove his black Ford F-150 back up the lane of their large suburban house in McLean, Virginia, near Washington, D.C. He parked the car and got out, sliding his fingers through his greying hair and opened the back door to take a briefcase out. He slammed the door shut and walked up to the front door, but before he arrived at the door, it was opened from the inside by his 15-year-old daughter, May, who ran out to hug her dad. Dad, dad, dad! It's a blow to Mark's stomach. Oh, wow! But he took it well. Hey, Squeak. He threw his arms, including the suitcase, around his daughter to hug her back. I missed you. I missed you too. Let's go inside. They moved to the front door. Mom's making dinner. I just set the table. And your brother? He said he had to study for his paleontology class. But today was the last day before vacation. I think he's lying. Just playing his old Jurassic World Park operator game again. He has been playing that a lot again ever since the incident last year. As they entered, they immediately heard Ellie calling from the kitchen. Mark? Is that you? Yes, hon. I'm back. Great. Mark gave his coat to his daughter, who was practically begging for it, and as he threw off his shoes, she hung it up for him. Mark took the case he took from his car to the living room and dropped it next to the couch, moving on to the kitchen. Seeing him come in, Ellie directly asked him a question. How was your trip? Good enough. Oh? You know I can't talk about it. I know. Doesn't mean I have to like it. (sighs) 
This was a ritual that they both disliked, but seemed like they were unable to shake. To avoid further confrontation, Ellie sent him off on a task. Can you go call down Charlie for dinner? He'll be on the table in five. Alright, I'll just take a quick shower too. Sure. Mark walked up the stairs towards Charlie's bedroom. Charlie, dinner! No response. Ellie then heard Mark banging on Charlie's bedroom door. Charlie! Charlie! Yeah, heard you the first time. Yeah, I'm happy to see you too. Ellie, who had been looking up to where she heard Mark and Charlie fight, looked back towards the oven and turned it off. She then put on gloves to take out a dish, which she took to the dinner table, already set with plates, whilst May helped with the cutlery. I wish she'd grow up. They heard the shower turning on on the second floor and Charlie's bedroom door going open and shut. Charlie came down the stairs and walked onto the dinner table, silently pulling his chair back and sitting down. He picked up his phone from his pocket and started scrolling, looking cranky. Everything alright, honey? Charlie didn't respond. Charlie, you know what we discussed about phones at the table? Yep, no phones at the table, Chucky. Shooting an angry look at May, he turned to address his mother. Dad just got under the shower. Well, we're going to eat. We're not going to wait for Dad? He's late, and we're used to eating without your dad. Come on, Charlie. Put your phone away. May sat down a bit sad. It wasn't the first time she had picked up on the tension between her parents. Charlie just sighed and put his phone on the kitchen counter. Ellie gave each one of them a bit of lasagna from the dish. She looked at Charlie. Ugh. And were you able to finish your work, sweetie? Mom, I'm 18. That makes you not sweet? No, he lied. I bet he was playing that old 5 anniversary Jurassic World game. And what if I was? Done dividing the food, Ellie sat down to eat. Dino crazy. You know, I hope they nail the ones that were in charge of the park for the victims they made. Mom always said that park was an accident waiting to happen. Come on, May. What? It's true, isn't it? That may be, but it won't help the victims now. They should put that daring woman in jail. She confessed mistakes were made. But now they're all over that Japanese scientist, dude. May, Dr. Wu is an American and of Chinese descent. I thought we raised you to think before you spoke. Well, Tiffany said... Ah, now there you go. I would think twice about anything that Tiffany says if I were you. Her parents don't exactly set the best example. Don't you think it's racist? I think that's all it is. Those businessmen come away clean. That woman confessed and she walked away. No charges. She was just doing a job. They charged Dr. Wu for crimes against humanity, creating a monster with abilities that make no sense for a zoo animal. He's being investigated for alternate motives. You're just sticking up for that woman because you like her. That has nothing to do with it. But it's true, huh? Come on, guys. Let's just eat. At that moment, Mark walked in, fresh from the shower, in a clean jogging suit. <sighs> What's going on, guys? Already eating, I see. While Mark sat down and added food to his plate so he could eat too, May explained her view. I was just saying that the Jurassic World trial isn't doing justice. 
the ones responsible get away clean. Sure, the company needs to pay damages, but that won't stop them from trying again. Everyone that was in charge, that was responsible, they're still going about their daily business, enjoying the heaps of cash they made on all those rich visitors that stayed on Nubla. Dr. Wu is just a Batsy, a distraction. You might be right on that last bit, but Masrani is paying huge sums in damages. But they're saying that the company is still trying to get things in order on the island. Do you think the island will open to the public again? I hope so. I really want to see those dinosaurs someday. You're a moron. Hey, language. Really, Charlie? Your mom is saying it's an accident waiting to happen, and then the accident happening isn't enough for you? That's what I said. Charlie fired angry looks at his father and May while he saw them exchanging smiles. Mark, I appreciate you saying I was right about something, but not against our son like this. It was that hybrid. They just didn't know how to handle it. You bought that crap? Come on, guys. Let's just once eat together in peace. No, I had it. Charlie got up having finished half his plate. He picked his phone back up and immediately started scrolling while he walked off. Charlie, sit down! Let him go, Mark. Finish eating so we can go to the pageant of peace festivities and see this year's national Christmas tree together before we leave for your parents for the holidays tomorrow. I'll go talk to Charlie. I'm done eating anyway. And Ellie stood up to go after Charlie. So happy to be home. I'm glad you're back, Dad. Thanks, honey. Ellie walked up the stairs towards Charlie's bedroom. There were no locks on the door, but Ellie didn't just enter. She knocked gently. Leave me alone. Come on, honey. We really need to talk about this. No. We don't. I need my privacy. We are about to go to the pageant of peace together. Let's go there together in peace. I no longer want to go. Please, can I come in? Can we talk about it? A moment of silence. Then... All right. Ellie opened the door and entered. Closing the door behind her softly, she saw Charlie had picked up the console of his PlayStation to continue his Jurassic World Park Operator game. Pausing the game, Charlie wiped away invisible tears from under red eyes, trying to hold it together, but clearly upset. Ellie sat down on his bed, but said nothing yet, waiting for Charlie to start first, which didn't take long. Why does he always pick her side, if it isn't hard enough to have my own sister against me? Your father, nor your sister, are against you. They love you. So do I. A difference of opinion doesn't mean they don't love you. Do you still love Dad? The question surprised Ellie. She didn't immediately know how to respond. She took a breath but nothing came out of her mouth. Are you and Dad going to separate? Seems like all the parents are separating nowadays. Whatever happens between your father and me is of no fault to you or May. I do think we may have grown apart over the last few years, but that's fully on us. It doesn't mean that we will get a divorce. 
The subject has never even come up. We just need to figure some things out. Not sure if she was right to share these sudden thoughts that came up in her mind with her son, she fought it over. Was it true? Had they grown apart? I think that has changed. I used to have so much fun with him, but now he just seems upset with whatever I think. He never supports me. We have all changed. That's natural. So, we need to adjust together. Grow together to that next phase in our lives. You're an adult now. You'll go off to college next year. And I know your dad is proud of you for the results you made. He always wanted you to go there. Anyway, we'll all go to your grandparents for the holidays tomorrow. That time out in San Francisco might do you good. She stood up and walked towards him, her arms open to give him a hug. He opened his arms to receive it from his desk chair. He pressed his head against her chest and she kissed him on the head. You might be an adult now, but you'll always be my baby. Mom. Ellie let him go and smiled back at him. Well, it's true. I love you, kiddo. Love you too, Mom. All right. They let each other go completely, and Ellie brushed through his longish curling hair, which he adjusted back. They smiled at each other, and Ellie walked to the door, opening it. Better go make ready, so we can have this evening together. Okay, I will. That evening, Friday, December the 23rd, the Degler family went to visit the Pageant of Peace festivities in Washington, D.C. Having parked their car in the car park, they made their way through the crowds towards the National Christmas Tree in front of the White House. May and Charlie walking in front, having put aside their differences, both looking forward to this evening. Mark and Ellie walk after them. A 50-year-old tradition being honoured with a 19-foot Douglas fir. You know it came from a tree farm in Wisconsin. The NTCA first provided the White House Christmas tree in 66. Coincidentally, that tree also came from Wisconsin. Ellie walked next to him, not really listening. Something on her mind. Mark. Yes? Charlie asked if we were getting a divorce. A moment of silence as they continued walking towards the large tree in white lighting. Are we? Wow, Mark. Come on. What kind of question is that? You brought it up. I mean, I feel like you've been pushing me away for some time now. When I came home and walked into the kitchen, there's just this thing between us. I push you away? Yeah. They both walked in silence another moment. Mark looked around for some distraction. I think I want to go back to work again. Mark stopped walking and looked directly at her. You know I never stopped you. I know you didn't. I stopped myself. But you know, I recently received word that an old mentor of mine has died. I'm sorry to hear that. My condolences. He'll be honored during a conference tomorrow. When I first heard about it, we had already planned our vacation. Mark looked at her, looking at him questioningly. But you want to go? Ellie's silence confirmed it for him. Then you should go. 
I can go ahead with the kids and you can join us Christmas Day, right? What will your parents think? And what will our kids think? Don't worry about my parents. They'll be alright. And we can explain that to Charlie and May. They'll understand, I'm sure. Let's tell them tonight and enjoy the festivities for now. We can talk about you going back to work during the holidays, right? Ellie nodded. They closed in on the tree and saw Charlie and May waving back at them, excited. She made her decision. Appreciating the support, Ellie hooked her arm into Mark's, which he let go to throw his arm around her waist, pulling her tight, sides together. She smiled at him and let him. They continued walking side to side for a short moment until she moved her arm back to hook it in his for more walking comfort. They joined their kids to go around the National Christmas Tree together, a walkway featuring 56 state and territory trees decorated with handmade ornaments surrounding the large National Christmas Tree in the centre, which was engulfed in white light. Walking the pathway of peace, as this walkway was called, while Christmas songs were playing all around them, Ellie truly felt at peace. They would enjoy this night together before they would tell the kids that she wouldn't travel with them, but instead would join a day later, so she could attend tomorrow's paleobiology conference and the honoration of her old mentor who had passed away. The next day, the Degler family prepared to leave for the airport. Mark came out of the house carrying heavy suitcases towards his black Ford F-150 and threw them in the back. Come on, Charlie. May, get your suitcases over here. We got a plane to catch. Ellie came out, helping May with her suitcases while May carried her carry-on. I don't understand, Mom. How can you miss Christmas Eve with us? May, stop bothering your mother. We discussed this yesterday. She's going to the conference to pay respect to a mentor. Don't you have a favorite teacher, honey? Ah, uh, Mr. Reiki. Charlie heard that, walking past. Oh god, now you've done it, Dad. Gonna be Mr. Ricky the entire vacation. Are you sure that's a healthy dose of teacher admiration? Can't help it you're not as popular with the teachers, Chucky. You should do your homework more often. Oh, come on! I really don't need this. Get off my back, will you? Mark walked back to Ellie as the kids walked off. Charlie's gonna fail. Charlie's gonna fail. Oh, grow up. I was just joking. But you really can stop talking about the Jurassic World manager lady. Good luck with those two. I wouldn't worry. When they're with Grandma and Pa, they'll be kept busy. Yeah, but you still have a nine and a half hour journey ahead of you with them. I got my headphones. <laughs> Ellie smiles. And she gives him a kiss. You guys don't have to pretend for us, you know. We're not pretending. <sighs> Charlie got into the car, and while Mark took the bags from Ellie, he whispered to her. Don't worry about them. You know where I stand, and I hope you know where you stand on us. Anyway, you take the day to give it all some thought when necessary. I'll support you in whatever way possible. If you want to start working, then you should pick it up again. Thanks. Mark winked at her and walked to the car, throwing the bags in the back and he got behind the wheel. See you tomorrow, Christmas Day. Santa's got your presents in San Francisco, hun. Again, Ellie smiled. Have a good trip. 
see you tomorrow. Bye, Mom. Mark honked the horn. Like May, Charlie too waved at her, but with much less enthusiasm. He probably looked into it way more than he should, Ellie thought. This was not about her relationship with Mark. Was it? She shrugged off the thought and made ready for the conference. The taxi would arrive any minute. Later that morning, Ellie's taxi stopped in front of a luxurious hotel in the center of Washington, D.C., also used as a convention center. Ellie paid the cab driver and stepped out of the vehicle. As the cab drove off, Ellie looked up at the building, walking up to the large doors and into a bright and modern two-floor main hall. Looking for the direction to go to for the presentation she came to visit, she was recognized by a woman in a grayish business dress suit, standing near the reception desk. Ellie thought the woman was about to extend her hand to shake hers, but then she spotted the handheld recording device she held up to Ellie now as she addressed her excitedly. Hey, you are Dr. Settler, are you not? It is you, isn't it? It's Degler now. Has been for nearly 20 years. Wow, I must say, I'm a big fan of your work. Does this mean the findings in Columbia are related to Jurassic World as is being speculated? Which findings? I'm here to honor my old mentor, Professor Johnson. Ah, all right. It's probably nothing then. You didn't hear about these rumors? Honestly, no. I haven't. In the meantime, Ellie had located the direction to go for the conference room, and she started walking in that direction. The woman followed her, enlightening Ellie on the rumors. Of course, when they found of those extinct plants in Colombia, everyone immediately thought back towards that thesis of Dr. Wu about bringing back extinct plants from shortly before the San Diego incident. After that, it quickly became clear he had already done exactly that. Did you see those plants on your visit to Isla Nublar? You must have noticed them. I mean, recreated extinct plants from the dinosaur era on that island? You'd recognize that instantly with your expertise, right? Who's to say these are not just cloned too? Some even say that they are the very same plants that traveled there with escaped animals that must have been on that boat that went missing in 2004, found shipwrecked in Colombia two years later. Really? It seemed to Ellie these speculations had taken flight. And it started to be quite a lot to take in. I didn't hear anything about that. I have no idea. I think if animals had escaped from the park in 2004, we would have heard about it by now, don't you think? But I'm just here for the conference. So thank you for asking, but I have no comments. I won't make any statements about the park now. Ellie showed her invitation to a man checking at the door, and he let her pass. The woman following her showed her badge, and then the man replied to her, Ah, the press entrance is a bit further down the hall, ma'am. Ellie didn't look back and smiled, relieved. She looked for her seat, feeling a little uncomfortable. It had been a long time since she was at work. She noticed more people had recognized her, looking at her. Some in doubt it was even really her, only very few people greeted her. She did recognize a few faces herself, but she fell out of touch with work and was really just here to listen. Hey, isn't that... Yes, I think it is. I thought she had retired. 
She sat down and took out a notebook in front of her. The words of the woman in the lobby kept spinning in her mind. And she wrote down, Jurassic Park. She suddenly doubted if she should have come. And she crossed out the words on her notepad. The room started to get more crowded. More people had taken their seats, and it was almost time. People were talking loudly until the lights were dimmed. Shortly after she had crossed out the words, the last few people sat down. A spotlight went on to put focus on the main stage. Applause and woohooing arose from the people standing up for the main speaker, dressed all in black, stepping up on the stage to announce the presenters. Thank you. She recognized the young man in his early 30s from some of the covers of magazines she had tried to read, but she had forgotten his name. This never happened in her time. She was almost last to stand up, and to applause felt weird. She felt like she was at a rock concert. The public sat down again when the presenter signaled them to, grinning wildly. Thank you. I know, I know it's the day before Christmas, but thank you so much. You all took the time to join us here today. As you are all aware, Dr. Richard Johnson, Ph.D., passed away recently. And we donated 25% of today's ticket sales to his college in Boston, where no doubt many of you have taken a course or two back on the day. Or maybe you learned from the books he wrote. So we thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts, as does his family. A round of applause rose again through the room. As the applause quieted down, the host picked up the conference. Now, an in-memoriam will follow later today, but now it is my pleasure to present to you the two scientists who made an amazing find. They went to the Colombian Amazon, a part of the jungle that had long been left alone due to unrest in the country. But now that peace is declared, these two believed there would be more out there to discover. And discover they did. But I'll let them tell you that. Our surprise to all who came down here today, Tom Sylvester from Stanford University, California, and Bianca Zoe, all the way from the University of New England, Armadale, New South Wales, Australia. Ain't that a mouthful? Give them a warm welcome. And while the host applauded looking at the crowd, who had also started to applaud yet again, he then looked to his right where Thomas Sylvester and Bianca Zoe got on stage. Bianca first smiling, then Thomas a little anxious. Bianca waved and Tom followed the gesture. We all know the stories, and some of us probably lived them, where we and scientists are amazed by the sheer number of newly discovered species on separate studies. Thousands of new insect species are discovered each year, dozens of new species of fish, and sometimes even new mammals are still being discovered. Only recently, a newly discovered small frog was reported living right under people's noses in Manipal, India. Species once thought extinct resurfacing unexpectedly. Not talking about Jurassic World's dinosaurs. Yet the fossil record extends with about 50 new dinosaur species being described each year as well. And sometimes it seems that just as fast as we can discover them, other species become extinct at the same time. Earth's biodiversity is simply incredible, and one organism, often overlooked by society, is plants. 
Of more than 300,000 known species, the IUCN has evaluated only about 12,000, finding that about 65% of those evaluated plant species are threatened with extinction. Although extinction is a natural phenomenon, occurring at a natural background rate of about 1 to 5 species per year, scientists today estimate we're losing species at 1,000 to 10,000 times the background rate, meaning literally dozens going extinct every single day. How wonderful does that make it, to rediscover a species of plant we thought extinct? A slide showed a picture of green spade-shaped leaves with red vines, (gasps) and Ellie gasped instantly, recognizing the leaf. The rest of the presentation went fuzzy in her ears for a moment. She took her notepad, and under her crossed-out words, she wrote down, saying, Coincidence? This is a leaf of Serena veriformans, one of the earliest known flowering plants, thought extinct since the Cretaceous period and found deep inside the jungle of the Colombian Amazon. We've stood at the edge of an ancient world, hearing sounds out of ancient times. The deeper we went into the jungle, we noticed the number of this plant intensifying around us. We eventually had to stop moving forward, but we've prepared a next expedition into this very area. We opened a crowdfunding campaign, which you can find here. On screen, a web page URL was added to the image of the leaf, and Ellie moved her attention back to the stage. For those interested in helping us on this expedition, of course, you'll share in the credits of our findings, and you'll get a scoop on the reports that we publish. Feel free to address us in the lobby during the breaks. And there's more. We believe there may be animal life there too, prehistoric life, thought extinct, maybe even uh, dinosaurs or, or their descendants, a pre- Birds. People shushed him, clearly not appreciating the joke. Yes, birds too, previously undiscovered species. But we need more equipment. We already installed camera traps in the area where we found these plants so we can capture these animals going about their way. The sounds we heard. After today, we'll be going back for more research, but we can use your support. So, any donations to this crowdfunding campaign will help us out while we're out there. The rest of the presentation became a burden to Ellie, as she longed to get some time to talk to these scientists. She needed to know more. Are they going back tomorrow? Is that what she said? She thought. Time seemed to drag on and she felt guilty when the in-memoriam finally started. What she had finally come in for, though beautiful, she couldn't wait for it to be over, to get out of there and to get more information on these plants. How did those plants get there? Where, exactly? The Amazon wasn't anywhere close to the Colombian coastline. That woman had mentioned a stranded Jurassic World cargo ship. Could that be involved? So many questions. She needed answers. When the time finally arrived for a break, and the time for the information market in the hall, Ellie got up quickly. Looking for Bianca and Thomas, she had found them at a standing table together. She had expected a crowd around them, but for some reason not many people were interested in their story. Did they not take it seriously? Had she overlooked signals? This wasn't a big deal? Paul. Hey. Aren't you... (laughs) Dr. Sadler, 
Oh, wow, what an honor. My, you look stunning. Yeah, it's me. Thanks, I guess. Thomas! Oh, I'm sorry. He's a bit of a flirt. Oh, that's all right. What can we do for you? Did you see our presentation? Yes. Yes, I did. Which is exactly why I came down here to talk to you. I heard rumors these plants might be by Dr. Wu's creation. You know, the scientist behind Injin's dinosaurs. Yeah, we heard these rumors too, but nothing of it is true. We made these findings far away from anywhere near those islands. There's no way these are related. I honestly don't understand why everyone writes it off as such. We do this amazing discovery, and people say they've seen it at Jurassic World. Calm down, Tom. It's not that bad. So far, we've had a few people who are interested in our reports. We're funded well enough for our return tomorrow and for the first few weeks of our study. So you're headed back tomorrow? Yes. Would you like to come with us? See for yourself this has absolutely nothing to do with Jurassic World? It could really help us, too. Oh. I couldn't possibly. Oh, of course. You know, a famous doctor like yourself must have a very busy schedule. Maybe it completely missed Thomas's attention, but Bianca picked up on how awkward his remark had made Ellie. She gave Thomas a jab in his side and he shut up. No, it's not that. It's just... Would you have me along on your trip? I wouldn't be in the way? Oh, no, 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 how could you be? We'd love to have you on our team. But of course, totally understand if you've got some prior engagements. If you'd like, we could even arrange for you to come in later, and we'd have you picked up. But we're not exactly sure how long we're going for this time. I understand. You just surprised me by your offer. If you'll excuse me, I'll be back in a moment. As Ellie walked off, Bianca gave Thomas another jab to his side. Ouch! Oh, you big baboon. You couldn't help yourself. That's not how you get support on board. Man, sometimes you really surprise me. In good ways? No! Ugh. Ellie stepped outside of the building and walked past the people who were outside smoking. She didn't like the fumes much, and it wasn't what she had in mind when she thought to step out for some fresh air. She looked at the time on her phone. Mark and the kids' plane was still up in the air. She wouldn't be able to reach them. Could she join these scientists? And go out on an adventure in the Colombian Amazon? What if she just joined them until the day before New Year's? Just join them for the first week? Would Mark agree to that? The kids wouldn't like it, but they were at their grandparents. They'd spent time at the zoo and whatnot. The time they would miss her would be over just like that. She found herself looking for excuses. She wanted this. And didn't Mark tell her he'd support her? And that if she wanted to start work again, she should pick it up? She decided, and walked back in to find Bianca and Thomas again. You're sure you'd want me on your team? You are more than welcome. Of course, no need to decide right away, but we would definitely love it if you'd come along. Especially with the rumour that the findings related to Jurassic World, you could disprove that and vouch for us having found a true lost world. Coming from you, no one would doubt it. You really believe there could be extinct animals too? Dinosaurs? We do. You know what? I will join you. I will have to make arrangements, 
But if you let me know which flight you plan to take tomorrow, I'll try to get tickets. Oh, really? That's fantastic. And no worries, no worries at all. We will arrange the ticket for you. Her conversation with Mark on the phone later that day didn't completely go exactly as she had hoped. I know I said you should pick up work if you felt that's what you needed to do, but not during a family Christmas holiday. I wouldn't do this if this wasn't a special case. I need to do this. But you can't tell me why? Now you know how that feels. You sure it's not just because you don't want to spend time with my parents? No, Mark. That has nothing to do with it. But now you mention it, I do consider it a bonus. Please explain it to the kids. I have to go. I'll be with you all before New Year's Eve, and we'll go into the new year together. Just, this is something I have to be involved in. Okay, sure. But stay safe out there. Can you at least give me some kind of information on where you're going? I will send you my location when I arrive tomorrow afternoon. I do love you, Mark. I'm no rebel. You know that about me. Oh, but I know that you are. <laughs> True. But not about this. I'm not rebelling against you or our family. This is just something I have to do. Alright. Good luck. Thanks. Bye. Bye, hon. And they hung up. The next morning, Ellie was on a plane, as expected, but the direction, however, was not what she had imagined the morning before. Bianca and Thomas were unable to get her a seat together with them, but that was alright. On the plane, they did have a chance to discuss a little bit about where they would go and how they would get there. On arrival, they would first get supplies, and some clothes for Ellie to wear in the jungle while in Bogota. They spent almost the entire Christmas Day shopping, Amongst the Spanish Christmas songs, Ellie felt something she hadn't in a long time. Was that alright? Was it bad? She didn't really know. Best to enjoy it while it lasted. Go out and find joy in every day, was something her mentor used to say, with her father trying to comprehend the joy she could find studying dead plants, as he called it. But. Whatever makes you happy, he would shrug. What made her happy now? Her kids made her happy. Mark made her happy. But right now, being here, unexpectedly in Colombia on Christmas Day, and the atmosphere around her, that was what made her happy today. And that, she decided, it's all right.
thank you so, so much for listening to the 304th episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Of course, a huge thanks goes out to Tom for once again joining me here on the show, this time talking about 2021 and everything that we had to look forward to this past year and everything we have to look forward to in 2022. Man, Jurassic has just been nonstop. It's really been crazy, and I love that Tom... Uh, took the approach this this episode to look back at the things that we've done, the things that we've been able to cover, and uh, and I took a complete opposite approach, and you know took a look at the things that that debuted this year and the things that Universal revealed or or theme parks and stuff like that. So I love that we took different approaches, and I never set up a top five in a way where. I want to skew it a certain direction. I I let everybody take their own approach and say, you know what? I'm going to do it this way. And I think that's what we did today. So I'm glad we had a chance to actually record this one for everybody. Be sure to let us know what you think. What are your top fives for 2021 and 2022? Let us know. You can email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com, or you could send us tweets. That's probably the best way. Uh, Hit us up at JurassicParkPod over on Twitter. And, of course, you can also uh, let us know over on Instagram at JurassicParkPodcast. Also, a big thanks to Arjun Boss and everybody involved in this week's Amazonian Secrets. Uh, This is so much fun. I really, really loved Extinction Level Jurassic Park. And to have another audio drama coming here to the show is is super appreciated. So thank you so much to Arjun for another lovely series. And I can't wait to hear where this one goes next. But that is it. That is a wrap on 2021. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening this year it has been a wild year and we've had so many episodes so many bonus episodes covering so many things jurassic in a year where jurassic world dominion was bumped away and into the next year we still had so so much to cover and it just makes me uh wonder about 2022 what are we going to talk about what's going to happen What's Dominion going to be? I cannot wait, and I can't wait to talk about it here on the show. So thank you to each and every one of you for listening and downloading the show, spreading the word, coming to our live streams, watching our YouTube videos, whatever the case may be. Thank you so much for supporting us. And of course, all the Jurassic Gives Back charity drives we've done this year. So thank you again. And thank you to each and every person who contributed to this show in any way possible. I love all of these contributors. They're so awesome. So many great people a part of this community. And to anybody who's ever called into the show or helped out in any way, we we really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much. This is a truly amazing community, and I love to be a part of it. So thank you so much for uh, allowing us to have an outlet here to speak Jurassic with all of you and spread the word and give you the good news and uh, talk about our thoughts and feelings on this franchise that we love so much. So thank you so much. And of course, we're going to go ahead and do this again in 2022. So as always, stay safe, stay Jurassic. Be kind to each and every person you come into contact with. Be safe out there. And as always, enjoy. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro. Thanks, everybody. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod and myself at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, 
gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.